Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. This video will spark some debate and is a hot topic. Um, I've done videos addressing the fact that the government owns land. And uh, as government-owned land, quite often we have the right to go and recreate on it. The tricky part's getting to it because sometimes the land is not easily accessible. Sometimes it's not accessible at all because it's completely surrounded by private land. And in response to one of my videos, I had a guy comment just two days ago and say, Steve, how come you didn't mention that we always have the right to cross over private property to get to public land? And I responded and said, because that's not the law. And so here's the thing. A lot of people think that we ought to have that right. And I'm not saying I disagree with that. But you don't have the right to just cross over someone else's land without their permission to get to land you can legally go to. And here we're talking about government-owned land. And so the story that Eric sent me from sfgate.com says that private landowners bar access to half a million acres of California public land. So we're talking about just one state. And in the state of California, there's half a million acres of public land that are landlocked by private property owners. Now, it says here that the landowners bar access. We don't know for a fact that if you approach the landowners, hey, can I cross your property to get to that, if they'd say no. But they're saying if you simply look at the way the land is laid out across the state, there's half a million acres that are not accessible without setting a foot on someone else's private property. So Katie Dow wrote the story and pointed out that there are these landlocked parcels. Uh, and also the New York Times did a big, big story on this nationally. The Times story used data from an app called OnX, which is a hunting app. And the app uses publicly available state and federal records to show property lines. And so in doing that, it notes which ones are private and which ones are public. And so you can then figure out, using this critical information, uh, how to avoid trespassing. If you want to get to state land where you're allowed to hunt, can you get there without crossing over private property? The intention of the creators of this app was not to spotlight the conflict between public land and private ownership. But its maps turned out to show how many public areas are completely surrounded by private property, which creates landlocked pockets and many of them are in the western U.S. and has noted half a million acres of them are in California. Times reports the revelation that millions of acres of public lands aren't really open to the public has increased tensions in some communities and resonated far beyond the audience for whom OnX was intended. Millions of acres of California land should be free for all to enjoy. Uh, that's, of course, the uh, woman from the SF Gate speaking. Uh, according to Bureau of Land Management, 15 million acres of California, representing 15% of its landmass, fall under the jurisdiction of the BLM. Now, BLM land is freely available for camping, hiking, hunting, fishing, and other outdoor recreation. But as the maps from that app show, about half a million acres are surrounded entirely by private property. So imagine this. There's a, a chunk of land here that's BLM land. If you can get to it, you can play on it. But it's surrounded completely by private property. But also there are no roads going to it or through it or, or near it where you can go from the road to that property without crossing the private property. And so unsurprisingly, many of these areas are in far northern California where sparsely populated regions 
are a mixture of national and state parks and land and state trusts, along with U.S. Forest Service areas, BLM land, and privately owned ranches. Maps from OnX frequently show pockets of public land surrounded by private property. So I've seen what the maps look like. And the maps actually draw out the borders, and the borders are either green or red. And the red borders indicate that, well, that's private property there, so you've got to be careful and get permission before crossing that line if you want to do so without being considered a trespasser. According to a report by OnX and the Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership, 6.35 million acres of western state lands are entirely landlocked, entirely landlocked by private lands, preventing legal access for outdoor recreation without permission from a neighboring landowner. The report is particularly critical of the lack of transparency in record-keeping. says that of 37,000 U.S. Forest Service easements, only 5,000 have been digitized, leading to incomplete and difficult-to-access information on private land. So there might be an easement. There might be. And that's the problem, is apparently when OnX got its data, not all of the easements that the governments got were recorded in the same place. And so it very well could be that there is an easement for people to cross over the private property to get to the landlocked piece. But if you don't know where it is or that it exists at all, it doesn't help you much. The battle for open access to public lands is a familiar one to people who live in the Bay Area. Since 2008, there's been an ongoing legal battle between billionaire Sun Microsystems co-founder and San Mateo County locals over Martins Beach. Martins Beach. After buying property nearby, the Sun Microsystems guy closed the only road that gave access down to the beach. A series of lawsuits has closed and reopened the beach to the public. So fighting over a road, the question is who owns it? And is it an easement or is it simply a private road that's owned by the person who owns the property underneath it? So with countless individual roads and easements in California mixing public and private property, there are no clear solutions to the problem says uh, Ben Ryder Howe, a freelancer for the New York Times. A checkerboard pattern is basically a guarantee of future conflict, he said. And we talked about this before, for instance, with corner crossing. That's a topic that came up where there are situations, they've illustrated this, there's situations where there are square pieces of property, okay? So the property has been cut up into squares, So let's illustrate what this is, right? Imagine a tic-tac-toe board superimposed upon the the, the ground, the real estate, the land. And you divide up an area into nine squares. One, two, three across the top. Four, five, six across the middle. Five is your center square. Seven, eight, nine across the bottom. And these properties go up for sale. And somebody comes along and they buy property one, top left corner, and five, the center square. And meanwhile, the government either retains or buys squares two and four. Okay, so one and five privately owned and two and four government owned. So you have the right to go to square four so long as you can do it without crossing private property or you have permission to cross private property. And you go to square four and you realize all the good hunting's over there on square two. And let's assume that we all get together and discuss these things And the one person who owns squares one and five tells you, you do not have permission to enter my property. You cannot enter my property or cross my property. 
And the problem, of course, is that if you look at it geometrically, the intersection, of course, is a point. I'm talking about the theory here. And so the corner of property one comes up to the corner of property five, the same way the corner of property two comes up to the corner of property four, because all four corners meet right there. And so it is physically impossible for you to go from square four to square two without passing through, over, or on squares one and five. And people say, but yeah, come on. If I can literally, let's, let's suppose there's no barriers, no fences, no nothing. And let's assume it's perfectly marked. There's actually a stake in the ground designated square one, square two, square four, square five. If there's a stake in the ground and I walk up and I step over it, I didn't step on either piece of property. I didn't hurt anything. No, but you passed over them. You were actually in, in essence, the airspace, whether it's this high, this high, or however high. You were in that space. You were trespassing. Now, the real argument is not whether or not you're trespassing. It's whether or not there was any harm. And I would say that that would be a de minimis harm, if any. But technically speaking, it is still a trespass. And that also upsets people. But that's not why we're here today. <laughs> the reason why we're here today is we're saying there are actually places where, imagine square five is owned by the government. But squares one, two, three, four, and six, seven, eight, nine are all privately owned, and they're all owned by people who say you cannot cross our property to get to square five. You can't do it. Sorry. And of course, some people point out that that basically means that square five becomes de facto the private little playground of the people who own the surrounding property. So I don't know what the solution is for this because it probably does come down to literally a case-by-case basis where there's a piece of landlocked property and a lot of people would like to use it, but they can't. And so the government or somebody could step in and approach the surrounding landowners and say, does somebody here want to want to sell us an easement or, or allow us to get some way for people to get back there? And, you know, you might be able to negotiate that. You might not. You might There might be ways to force it, but, but I'm not going to speculate on that only because what the state can do is one thing, what the feds can do is another, and how far they're willing to go on that, I don't know. And we also don't know how many parcels this is because it says here that it's, 500,000 acres of California public land, but also that the BLM oversees something like 15 million acres of California. And much of that is accessible one way or another, but not all of it. And so are they really going to step up and go, okay, we need to fix this piece, we need to fix that piece, we need... You know, that's never going to happen. The real question is, what will they do if they do anything? But as of right now, and and I suspect that people knew this was going on before. They just weren't sure to what extent it was going on. But now that all the data has been digitized by the OnX people, and people can look at that and calculate it, uh, it made it much easier to figure out. And I've, I've seen this app before, uh, and it's pretty cool what they did. And it's actually a very good thing because I know that, and I'm not a hunter, but I know many people who are. In Michigan, hunting is a big, big deal. Big deal. And so I know that there are a lot of hunters out there who find a place where they think they can hunt, and they're not sure if it's public land. And I know that was a very common problem in the old days. And so in Michigan, you're supposed to mark private property with signs to indicate it's private property, and you want people to stay off, you put up no trespassing signs. 
And so if you put up the signs, people are supposed to respect that. And, and generally speaking, most people do. But I've heard of people who've got problems with hunters going on their land and, and just hoping they don't get caught. I've also heard of people who've got problems with people tearing down their signs. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see any signs. You know, all the signs are torn down over by where the guy's parked his truck. So, you know, there are problems. But now, now things like this should add clarity to it. It's just whether it'll actually help anybody solve the real problem, which is the fact that there's all this landlocked public land out there. And the question is, what can they do about it? And like I said, it'll probably boil down to a case-by-case basis. So, Eric, thanks for sending it. Katie Dow from sfgate.com wrote it. Private landowners bar access to half a million acres of California public land. And that's the California land, not even counting the federal land. Questions or comments, put it below. I'll just talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. To find yourself, think for yourself.